Hello, I'm John Eldridge, and welcome to the Ransomed Heart audio podcast. For more information on Ransomed Heart Ministries, our resources, and events, please visit us online at www.ransomedheart.com. One of the biggest epiphanies that has taken place in my life in probably the last 10 years has been the realization that the strategy of the enemy against a good man is actually very different than the strategy of the enemy against a bad man or an unholy man or a man who doesn't care about God or doesn't want the things of Jesus Christ. The strategies change. And uh, you know, to a man who is not living well, a man who's not engaged with his family, a, a man who's deep in his addictions, a man who's just frankly ignoring God – um, the enemy's message to him is, you're great. You're doing great, you know, and he's just numb. He's checked out. There's nothing in the guy's life that's drawing him uh, to self-evaluation, to looking. He, he thinks he's fine, right? He, he thinks he's doing good. The strategy changes for the good man. And the enemy realizes that he can't keep a good man from engaging. A good man is trying. He, he may feel like an idiot. He, you know, it, it may be going very awkwardly, but he's trying. You know, he's in there with his wife. Uh, he's in there for his kids or, or, or he's in there for, you know, his mission or his business or his church or, you know, he's, in, he's an engaged man. He's, he's trying to live well. And what I realized that the enemy's message to a good man is, no, you're not. You're not a good man. You're not living well, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, but but the, it seems like the primary tool he uses is not sin, or at least not sin in like a flagrant sense. Mm-hmm. It seems the primary tool that he uses is distraction. Oh, yeah. Because a good man, uh, and I'm thinking of guys we know, and they love God. These are men who are committed. They have faith, and they want to do uh, what it is God wants them to do, and they want to live a meaningful life. And so they're not easily taken out by sort of the blatant stuff, you know, mm-hmm. embezzling, you know, money or having an affair, you know, some of the more obvious tools, you know, of the enemy. Uh, where they get taken out is distraction. The enemy just comes in with a hundred other things and he just dissipates energy, burns them out, takes them off in other directions, you know, gets them involved in things they shouldn't be involved in. Uh, this is a pretty big epiphany for a guy mm-hmm. to realize you have an enemy and, uh, and it might not be what you thought it was. Mm-hmm. Uh, there is actually a plot to simply use distraction. Mm-hmm. <sighs> yeah, out, out of our good hearts, John, we just – take on so many projects and tasks of compassion, serving the kingdom, serving Christ, offering our gifts, our wisdom, and we are just taken out of the game by a zillion things that distract us from that which we were created for, designed for, and most deeply want. Yeah. I I think distraction permeates my life in so many ways that um, just – Like how? Well, yesterday – um, <laughs> we're trying to get out of here. Remember, we're, we're, we're at the outpost here, and um, I walked in my office for the first time. I hadn't been here in a couple of weeks, and we're all trying to get out the door. John, you noticed I went to my desk, 
and I immediately just got immersed by everything that's on my desk, and I began to open notes. I began to <laughs> Mark, look at, You started to read your mail. Right, right exactly. <laughs> so, I mean, just immediate distraction away from what we were <clears throat> intending to do. I mean, that's just a small example, but, I mean, Craig, you, you brought up as well about just being involved in kingdom things. I mean, so much of my Christian life was just volunteering for board after board, you know, j- just – you know, for a, a whole host of reasons, which a lot of them weren't really good, but a distraction away from where God, I think, has, was taking me. As I look back through my story, so many distractions in the kingdom. You know what one of my distractions is? It's just dawning on me as you're sitting here. Yeah. I love lists. I love to-do lists, things to accomplish lists, projects around the house lists, things to do at Ransom Heart lists, things to do on the car lists. And I'm just realizing how much of my life is kind of predetermined by lists that I, I never kind of go to God and say, Lord, today, I've got a zillion things I could do. What would you have me do? I, that's just – that's a hit and miss prayer for me on more sure. than I want to admit. Yeah. And all all the stuff in my life pretty much is really good stuff, stuff that needs to be done. And I just try and tackle – I just tackle my day with kind of a list of things, John. And it, I'm sitting here going, that's all distractions. Yeah. I'm thinking every other thing. Here's my situation. This week, I'm supposed to be writing a book. I'm working on a new book. It's time for me to to write again. This is my cycle and 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 I've got several months and there's some room and and it's the last thing I get to. Hmm. I'm just blown away by this because I probably have my greatest impact in the world through my books. Mm-hmm. I mean, in terms of that's where I can really put my heart and my thoughts, my walk with God out there. Yes. It probably reaches the greatest audience. People can sit with it. God can speak. They pass it on to friends. They do studies. I mean it's probably safe to say that that's, that's where I'm having my biggest impact. But it's actually the thing that gets the least amount of time in my mm-hmm. life. Wow. Everything else comes before that. And you even want to write. Right. I mean it's at the top of your mm-hmm. list. I know. It's just unbelievable. I'm looking at it realizing, oh my gosh. Everything else comes in. Good things. Uh, Nathan needs a phone call. Uh, your, your sister wants some counsel. Some friends are having dinner tonight, and we just got invited over, and, and it's kind of a special celebration. It's somebody's birthday, and somebody needs some counseling, and, and all this stuff comes in, and it takes me away from the one thing that I ought to be protecting, Right, and it comes last. My writing comes last. Mm, mm. It's unbelievable. Mm. And so what do you have to say to yourself? This is the point in the podcast where, like, something meaningful emerges and I'm blank. <laughs> where, go ahead, Craig. What, well, bail I, me out. Yeah. I, so what is that, John? Is, that is you in your greatest gifting and offering to the kingdom, what you enjoy the most, getting set aside. What do you do with that? How? What? Where do you go? Just sitting here and realizing, oh my gosh, distraction's been ruling and reigning. Well, I forgot. I forgot distraction's an enemy. I mean, I think we look at distraction as a nuisance. 
I think we look at distraction as inevitable, yes. right? I think we look at distraction as probably something that's just, you know, my fault and, and well, I, I dug this hole. I got I to gotta sleep in it kind of thing. I made this bed. I got to sleep in it. What's the expression? Anyway, it's not inevitable. That's the epiphany. It's an enemy. I have to come back to distraction is actually an enemy. It's not inevitable, right? It can be fought. So yeah, I know what I got to do. I got to go after we get off this. Is I got to go sit down with my calendar and I got to block out my writing time so that I don't lose it again. Mm-hmm. And how does that – how is your blocking out time in your calendar different from just – well, the answer to distraction is better planning. Because <laughs> you have to walk with God. The key thing on distraction is the, the only real antidote for it is ask God, do you mm-hmm. want me in this? Mm-hmm. Because uh, there's a lot of good things and there's a lot of crises and there's a lot of needs. You know, There's a lot of things that present themselves as absolutely urgent and, right. and inevitable. But did you ask God, Lord, do you want me to return this phone call? Yeah. You know, Lord, do you want me on this board in this meeting? Do you want me volunteering in this way? Do, was I supposed to take that on this weekend? What would you have me do this day? I mean, that enemy of distraction is oftentimes so subtle. Here's one you guys will probably laugh and could put in the category of distraction for me. Um, you know, when I go home to California, and I don't spend a lot of time there, but when I go home, I like to have some rest. Well, uh, last year I, I went home and I'd, I'd remembered I'd had some some guys come in and, and trim some of my palm trees. And um, I really got tweaked because of the amount of money that they had – they charged me for the little time that they had done it. And I said, I can, I can do this. <laughs> and so I'm, I'm – I'm thumbing through a catalog in Cabela's and I find some deer blind ladders that I can strap to a palm tree, you know, kind of a big guy, and I can climb up to the top of a 35-foot palm tree and and now trim these trees. Well, after I've done that a couple of times, I think that was a big distraction. Hours, of my rest. Hours and, yeah. of time, energy, investment. And yeah. Bart, Bart, honest question. Did you ask God? No, no, I just, just went did it. to it. You just did I just, it. Yeah, just went to it. Okay, that right there is the story of every single man. Yep. Every one of us. Every single man. What we, do, we don't ask God. Yeah. We just do it. Yeah. You know, and it may be, do I need to do this or can somebody else do this? You know, it may be, Lord, do you really want me to volunteer here, serve here, whatever, you know? Um, it's true. We don't ask. Yeah. We just do it. And the enemy cooks our goose. Yes. We, we just do so much that we don't even think about. I mean, how many guys have you asked, hey, what are you reading lately? Well, I read about four or five books. I've got them going. And, and really, they're all just a distraction to take you away from what you should be reading. Exactly. And, and they can't remember anything about what they read in any of them. Right. But it sounds good. Yeah, it, it sounds great. Sounds good. It sounds like we're engaged and... You know what? Here's here's what's deadly as part of this. I don't think we've unpacked this before, but busyness can make you feel important. Mm-hmm. You know, the reason distraction at times is tempting uh, that we just give way to it is a man wants to feel powerful. Mm-hmm. He wants to feel like he's master of his domain. He's handling his world. He's you know, 
we want to be powerful. That's what us little boys in Spider-Man and all that stuff is about, superheroes. You want to feel powerful. Well, busyness is the substitute for meaning mm-hmm. because it can make you feel like, man, you're running. Mm-hmm. Look at you. You're so tired. You must be something. Right. You know? <laughs> you're worn out. You must be really engaging your world. Yeah. 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 Busyness does not equal fruitfulness. Right. Nor does it equal meaning. Yeah. Right. Or significance. It's it's like a counterfeit. Yeah. An imposter. Yeah. You know. So I think if we're aware of that, that's going to help us unplug from this as well. Why am I really doing this? Yeah. Why do I really need to meet with all those people? Yeah. Really? What's going on there? Right. Why do I need to feel needed? Right. Or, or why am I chasing? You know. Uh, the the money that I'm chasing, you know, what's that about? Right. You know, why am I so distracted? Right. So, John, what's the antidote? How do we get out of this? You have to walk with God. I mean, the, it's not the day planner. Mm-hmm. It's not the to-do list. It's not prioritizing your life. All those things can be helpful. I have mm-hmm. a calendar. It, it keeps me organized. But the core issue is walking with God mm-hmm. because this is the enemy here. We began by saying the enemy's ploy against a good man is to bury him, mm-hmm. right? He can't get him out of the battle. Right. So then it's just bury him, just distract him, just completely dissipate his attention, time, energy, focus, yeah. right? And so you've got to walk with God then. You've you got to take this seriously and ask God. I mean, the palm tree story, it's a hysterical story. You went out and bought this 30-foot ladder. You're strapped to the tree. You don't belong up there right now. You know what I mean? You've had seven orthopedic surgeries. The last thing you need is another fall. Yeah, that's what Tana says. I was climbing right? up the ladder. Right, let's uh. see, you know, but, but there you go, yeah. charging into it. And the honest truth is you didn't ask God about that. No. Pause, Lord, do you want me to buy these ladders? Pause, Lord, do you want me to take on this project? Pause, Lord. What do you want me to do? Mm-hmm. Sort this stuff out for me. Yes. And it can be awkward at first. Um, part of the reason I wrote the book, Walking with God, is to teach uh, people how to hear the voice of God and to, and to kind of illustrate this is what it looks like. Here's how you actually do this. And it, you know, it can, sometimes you don't hear and sometimes it's confusing, but stick with it. This is something we can really learn. It'll absolutely set you free. Yeah. So what you're saying, John, is a man who's very distracted probably isn't praying much about his life and his walk with God. Well, let me be more bold. A man who's really distracted is a man who's taken out. Yeah. Yeah. He may not look like he's taken out because it's not, quote, sin, Mm -hmm. but the poor guy is completely taken out. Wow. What comes to mind, a a couple of resources to take this a little farther uh, for those interested is – We've got a uh, audio product, uh, conversational intimacy with God. That may be helpful, or the spirit of the age. Just the, this whole drivenness and busyness. That's another thing. audio CD. Yeah, 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 yeah. The series on prayer. Mm-hmm. And uh, don't want to sound self-promoting, but I wrote it to help you <laughs> walking with God. You know, uh, right. learning to hear His voice. Take these things to God. Ask Him. Let Him sort this stuff out. Thanks for listening to this week's podcast. We hope you loved it. We love getting your feedback as well. If you're enjoying these podcasts and would like to leave us a comment, please visit the iTunes store and do so. And by the way, all of our audio resources are now available for purchase through the iTunes store. 
You can find our resources and our other podcasts by searching for either Ransomed Heart or John Eldridge on the iTunes Store. And to find out more about Ransomed Heart, our podcasts, our events, and all of the things that we're offering and doing, come to our website at www.ransomedheart.com.